Hello, colleagues, and welcome back to Eating Salads. I'm Austin Crosby. Today I'm eating a bagged salad, the Cheddar Ranch with white meat grilled chicken. It also has bacon bits, and atop it we have placed two pepperoncini peppers and a hard-boiled egg. Let's get right into this. This is really one of those mixed-up wood-chipped salads, so I'm going to really just go right ahead and mix, mix, mix. I've said it before. I'll say it again for posterity's sake. I don't really like cheese on salads, especially not cheddar cheese. I only put a little bit of ranch, but it was good. I had a little taste earlier. Mm-mm-mm. Here we go. Getting into it. Okay, that tastes pretty much exactly how you think it would, like a school cafeteria, government building salad. But there is an element of familiarity there, which one could find comforting. It is a very non-pretentious salad. Mm. I am drinking water with this salad. I actually had a few cups of coffee before bed last night, so I'm a little coffeeed out, even though I still also had my morning coffee. I just probably won't drink as many cups of coffee today, but there is something I'd like to talk to you all about, and that is bad parenting. So there's a common thread of bad parenting that runs through almost every aspect of citizenry. Today, while going into the grocery store, there was a woman with her two children getting ready to go into the grocery store. And one of the small boys she was holding, the other one was trailing behind her with his arms up in his shirt, not down his sleeves. And there was just this element of bobbling around that was particularly aggravating to someone watching from afar, how he was almost bumping into her. And at one point she kind of turned or pivoted and hit his head with her elbow and then broke out into the obligatory, oh my God, are you okay? I'm so sorry. They were standing in front of cars trying to turn and that kind of thing. They were just getting in the way. And it's easy for us to resent people who bring their children to a public place and then get in the way or are obnoxious about it. And we just go, oh, of course, typical. We just make a little comment, go about our day. But then later in the grocery store, of course, we run into her with both the boys in one of those fire engine truck carts, blocking a whole aisle, blocking the checkout line, making it so that people have to wait for her, then stopping and not going anywhere and then getting in more people's way. And of course, the both of us just go, oh, yeah, typical, right, and move along. But bad parenting isn't just about getting annoyed with people when you're out about on your business. It's also about the people who are voting in elections, being poorly parented and raised, kids in schools, and teachers not knowing how to deal with these poorly parented children. Maybe most relative to what we're doing here are parents who don't teach their kids about salads and eating healthy, normal healthy life decisions sex education, personal finance, how to drive, you name it. We recently saw a New York Times Hulu feature on their series called The Weekly. And it was about desegregating schools in New York City. But quickly, a viewer started to see that it wasn't quite about desegregating 
as much as making certain kids not feel like they were somehow disinvited from honors or AP classes. Which, of course, you could generalize around racial lines if that was the lens for which you saw the world through. And they would talk about how schools with certain ethnicities of children had less AP classes than white schools, as they called them. Which, I would wonder exactly how many schools in New York really could be mostly white schools. Seems like a pretty desegregated city, if you ask me. But by the end of the featurette, their solution was just to remove AP classes altogether from the privileged schools. And I couldn't help but think that was a little bit ham-fisted and a silly way to address inequality, to remove any sort of advantaged or accelerated class. And they would complain that certain kids couldn't pass the test because they weren't afforded the materials and experienced teachers to help them prepare. And how this relates to parenting is that if I were a parent, or let's say my parents, if they were in that similar situation, well, first off, they would move to a place with better schools, but I realize that's out of the question, right? They would do anything they could to teach me at home what I needed to know to catch up to the curve, especially when this is really happening in middle school and you're preparing to enter high school when you get into an accelerated track. But instead, what you found the parents in this documentary doing was yelling at town hall meetings about how their kids never got the chance to do AP or how their kids never got to go to the certain school because they didn't score well on placement exams. And then they encouraged their kids to go picket and protest around City Hall and such, the Board of Education. And it's a shame because if school placement and accelerated or remedial track has anything to do with the real world, it's about how quickly they allow you to learn things. And it seems to me like a waste of time to pick it when you should be studying and trying to learn. It's a little ironic to be protesting about how you're not learning things when you could, in fact, just go learn things. I will say this salad has really grown on me. It's not bad. It's not beautiful, but once you mix it up, it tastes fine. And maybe the biggest point about, about this parenting thing is if you remember the other day we were talking about that cat serial killer and you don't mess with cats on Netflix, it gets to a point where it introduces the serial killer's mother. I don't know if he was a serial killer. He was a cat serial killer, but not a human serial killer quite that we know of. But they introduce his mother, and she recalls the time that the police agents came knocking on her door, telling her that they were looking for her son. And she nonchalantly goes, Oh, is this about the cat videos? Now... My mother has always claimed that she would report me for a murder or some sort of heinous crime. And I don't know if I'm willing to call her bluff. I'd probably just keep her in the dark on that sort of thing. But the fact that this mother knew her son was posting videos of him asphyxiating cats in a vacuum bag in the bedroom of her apartment. And then later went on to murder a man. She would have a hard time convincing me that she weren't to some degree culpable in what happened. 
but she wasn't exactly the kind of woman with a lot of life going on behind her eyes. And that was probably why her son became this sadistic murderer. He was just craving attention. And he couldn't get it from his mother. Now, I'm not saying that the boy from the grocery store today is going to turn into a serial killer. But you do see the kind of behavior around town. It's not that far off from some sort of sociopathy. For example, we've seen kids throw rentable bird scooters off the hill and over the train tracks. And now all of Bird is disinvited from our town. So yes, wow, I just finished my salad. I think you guys can kind of see where I'm coming from about the lack of proper parenting. And it really seems to be an impossible situation. Everyone comes from such different cultures, and every kid has their own special set of problems, and every parent has their own set of abilities. But it really sucks when you see kids out and about making a mess of the world, killing cats or getting in your way at the grocery store. That's why cartoons are important. Cartoons and salads. Guys, thank you so much. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a good day.